Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we are going to be talking about something I've actually talked about on the podcast a couple times so far, but I'm still getting a lot of questions, and so I want to make a podcast episode specifically about this and um, just really, I don't know, diving into into what what it actually looks like. So here's what we're going to talk about today. This idea that you have to stick to a budget. I hear, you know, we hear that phrase tossed around a lot. I'm sure you've probably heard it of, you know, I need to stick to my budget or um, maybe you've tried sticking to a budget, but it didn't work or your parents told you to stick to a budget or whatever. And a lot of times I will see clients who are in this cycle. They will say, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much on, on eating out or shopping or blah, 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 or whatever. I need to, you know, create a budget and stick to a budget. Or I'll hear a lot like, my, you know, partner wants me to, us to stick to a budget. Or I, you know, I, something came up. I'm not hitting my goals enough. I need to, quote, stick to a budget. Then comes the creation of the budget. They create a budget. Now it's time to stick to it. And it feels restrictive, right? So what happens? What ends up happening? Well, it's like, first comes the, you know, I can only spend this, I can't have that, I can't have this, I can't have that, um, and I just need to, like, give it up. So that doesn't usually go well, right? Um, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that that is not the way to get ahead with money because it's not sustainable. You can get quick wins that way, but it's not sustainable. So, um, yeah, so that's problem number one. Problem number one is we have the sustainability aspect of it. And as you're going through and trying to stick to this budget, the, what I want to talk about today is the, the mental side of it. Because a lot of times, whatever that thing happens throughout the month where you're sticking to a budget and then all of a sudden you want to go out with your friends or maybe you did go out with friends and you spent more than you thought you would or you forgot about a bill or you decided you wanted to go on a trip or your car, you know, something broke down with your car, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, something comes up that makes it impossible for you to stick to the budget and you, how do you feel, right? I want you to take inventory of that. If you've ever been in that situation where you sit down, create a budget, you try to stick to it and then something happens, right? Something comes up where you can't stick to it. How do you feel in that moment? Because what I hear so often from, you know, clients or just from um, people in the deeper the money community is that there's so much guilt and shame attached to this. There's so much guilt and shame. It's like, well, I failed. 
I failed because the whole goal is to stick to a budget. And so since I couldn't stick to a budget, I've failed. Okay. I, I screwed up. I failed. And that's what I want to talk about today because here's the thing. But if we make getting ahead with money or, or um, whatever our financial goal is or just anything about finances, if we make the end goal sticking to a budget, we are failing ourselves. We're setting ourselves up for failure because when we, when the whole goal is to set, um, is to, you know, stick to the budget and be perfect, it doesn't leave any room for us to change our mind, to change our plans, to have spontaneity, to make other decisions, to shift our priorities. And it's putting emphasis on the wrong thing. I do not want to live a life and and have success in my life based off of how well did I, you know, follow this structure. How well did I follow this structure that I created for myself? Instead, I look at successful when it comes to spending my money as when I look back at the previous month, am I happy that that's where my money went? Am I Am I proud that that's where my money went? When I look at my bank account, are my priorities reflected? That is what I want. And that's what I look for every single time. And so how, how can you change that, right? Well, of course, we need to shift this idea that the goal is to stick to the original budget perfectly. And I want you to instead, and I've used this analogy on the podcast before, but I wanted to, um, you know, really bring it all in in one episode. I've used this analogy before, but instead of having a budget be this like stationary thing where you decide it one time and then for the next 30 days you have to do that exact same thing or else you failed, which again is restrictive. It's not sustainable and it doesn't leave room for growth and change. And that's the number one, you know, one of the top most important things in life is that we grow and change. And also that we're able to trust ourselves with money. We're able to trust our intuition. We're able to trust our our decisions. That is so important. That's so important. We want to continue to develop that skill. So if sticking to the budget is not most important, what can we do? Okay. So instead of thinking about it as this stationary thing that, again, you decide at the beginning of the month and no matter what happens throughout the month, you have to stay doing that same thing. Instead... I want you to think of it as a GPS. I want you to think of it as a GPS. If I, you know, stood up today right now and said, you know what, I'm going to run to Target. I need to know how to get to Target, right? Um, I know, shocker, I should have that memorized. I don't. So what would I do? I would pull out of my car. I would type it in my GPS of, you know, take me to Target. And also... Uh, last week or so I was using my phone GPS and my phone kept freezing and shutting down. And it reminded me that when I was younger and my mom would be like, what do you, you know, you need to memorize your route. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'll use GPS. And she'd be like, what happens if your phone doesn't work? And I'm like, mom, my phone will always work. Like, I'm not going to learn how to, you know, I'm not going to use the map. And then the other day it didn't work and I didn't know where I was going. But anyway, If I type in Target, I'm using that as a GPS, and it says, okay, upcoming, you're going to turn right, or this or that. What happens if I make the wrong turn? What happens if I make the wrong turn? 
a turn that was not originally planned by my GPS. I make that turn and it goes rerouting, right? It doesn't make that sound. I just like made that sound for dramatic effect, but it says rerouting. Okay. So let's say I took the wrong exit or I should say, I shouldn't say wrong exit. I should say I took a different exit than planned and you know, GPS goes rerouting and it tells me, Hey, instead now take this road. Okay. That's all it is, right? That's all it is. I, when that happens, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I failed. I'm a failure. I suck at driving. I suck at driving a car. I should not even be allowed to have a car. I'm an idiot. Why am I this? I'm a failure. Like, no, I'm just like, damn, you know, I missed the turn I was going to take. That's it. But so often when it comes to money, when we, you know, metaphorically miss our turn or take a different exit, we end up telling ourselves that we're a failure. We end up telling ourselves that we screwed up or that we aren't, I don't know, we aren't good enough or that we'll never be able to, um, you know, um, amount to doing anything with money or whatever it is. And that's what we, the story we want to reroute today is that the goal is not to stick to a budget. The goal is not to stick to a budget, and, and we've been taught that in finance, right? And so how what are ways that you can make your budget something that is fluid? Um, a big one is looking ahead, right? So, of course, there are ways that you can make that original plan as foolproof as possible. Um, again, back to the GPS uh, you know, metaphor, you could think of it as you know, seeing if there's going to be any bad weather, right? Seeing if there's going to be any bad weather, should you leave earlier than you thought so you don't hit rain, um, looking and seeing if there's any traffic or seeing if there's any accidents so you don't get stuck, right? So that would be the same with, a, you know, when you're creating a, a budget, I call it a spend plan. But when you're creating a spend plan, you can still look ahead, right? Like you can say, what do I want to spend my money on this month? Um, A big thing that we always forget is that your budget or your spend plan should look different month to month. That's okay. My uh, November looks very different from my July. I'm I'm doing different things. And so therefore, where I spend my money is going to look different. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't need to have the same monthly spending every single month. It's okay if it fluctuates or even if it doesn't fluctuate, it's okay if where the money is going fluctuates as well. But let's look ahead, right? What are what are things we have coming up that we can plan in advance for? Um, or what, um, not just on the calendar, but what things additionally like unexpected or um uh, non-monthly expenses do we have coming up? Do we have, um, an oil change or a hair appointment or, or something like that, right? We can plan that stuff ahead of time. Just like when you're about to have a road trip, you can look ahead for weather, but then there are times where throughout the month, something will come up. Maybe, um, you are interviewing for jobs and a friend who you want to network with reaches out and says, Hey, I heard you're looking for jobs. Let's go and grab dinner because I have a potential, um, you know, job opportunity. And you're like, well, of course I want to go do that. That's a great opportunity and an investment into my future. I, I for sure want to go do that, but you didn't plan for it. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It means your priority shifted. 
right? It means something came up and you're allowed to to change that. So what do you do then, right? Instead of saying, screw my budget, I'll try again next month. This is, I'm a failure and I suck with money. No, instead of doing that, say, okay, cool. So that dinner, let's say I'm going to spend, I don't know, $40 on that dinner. We can go back to where, to your, you know, money coming in, your income and say, okay, cool. $40 that I originally was putting somewhere else now needs to be allocated towards this new thing that I'm choosing to prioritize, okay? So then we can sit down and say, all right, where, where can this $40 come from? Maybe the $40 could come from groceries because you are going to, you know, I don't know, maybe you put extra in your groceries this month to get some extra decor stuff and you decide, you know what, I'm just going to use my fall decor from last year. Um, maybe I, I usually like get when I'm grocery shopping, that's sometimes when I get like some fun, I don't know, like candles and stuff like that. Because where do I shop? Aldi, baby. Aldi. I wish this podcast was sponsored by Aldi. I wish I, I just love Aldi. Um, but so sometimes like that will come out of my, you know, if I'm buying candles or something that will come out of my, um, grocery allocation, but also it's completely fine if you want to make that separate. But let's say, you know, I'd planned $40 extra at Aldi because I wanted a bunch of candles, but I was like, you know what? I have a ton of candles. I have a ton of fall stuff. I, I'll just wait until next month or I'll just reuse what I have. I don't really need to do that. Cool. I'm going to move $40 I allocated towards groceries. I I didn't only allocate $40, but $40 of the allocated money for groceries. I'm going to move that over into my pile for um, going out to dinner with the friend, right? In this example. And then bada bing, bada boom, right? Rerouted, bitch, right? <laughs> like, let's go. That it's, it's as easy as that. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no uh, frustration. And also... excuse me. Also, furthermore, let's say you are like, oh, Chloe, my budget or my spend plan is really tight. I don't, I'm not able to just move it from groceries. Um, you know, I'm putting a little bit extra toward debt this month or towards savings, but like my categories are really, really tight. That's okay too. Awesome. Maybe we have, we decide I'm going to put $40 less towards debt that month. That doesn't make you a failure. That doesn't mean, oh my gosh, I didn't hit my goals, I suck. That that simply means, okay, cool, your priority this month was to go to that dinner and maybe next month you want to, you know, be able to um, put that extra towards debt or better yet, not better yet, I don't want to rank them. Another idea is say, hey, I really don't want to change anything in my spend plan. I don't want to take $40 out of my grocery you know, spending allocation. I don't want to take $40 away from debt to allocate it towards that dinner. I want to go make $40. Cool. What are ways you can go donate plasma? You could donate plasma one time and pay for that. Um, you could donate plasma one time, probably pay for more than that. Um, you know, have money left over. Maybe you want to, I don't know, clean your roommate's car, detail your roommate's car for $20. Um, I have a younger brother who's in college and sometimes when he's home, I'll be like, hey, if you want some cash, if you detail my car, um, you know, I'll pay you. And so he'll do that. And, you know, something like that. Again, I just like those are two 
super small examples, but the whole point is the perspective of going into it where there's no need to say, oh, screw it. I'm just going to spend this. Now there's no point. I might as well add to my credit card debt and do all this and blah, 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 because I suck with money and I'm a failure. No, there's no point of that. We can always reroute. We can always move things around. My, the goal is not, did I stick to a budget this month? The goal is, is where my money went in alignment with where my priorities are? That's the goal. That's the goal. And really, you know, when we're talking, the reason, you know, I named this company Deeper Than Money is because I don't care. I don't care all these like financial things out there, like financial gurus or financial books or like how to stick to a budget and how to do this and how to sacrifice this and no spend days. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so boring. It's so freaking boring. And it makes it so like a chore. Why would I want to do that? It does not need to be like that. It does not need to be like that. Rerouting your spend plan gets to be really easy, gets to be really fun, gets to be a lighthearted, you know, um, just high level way to do it instead of making it mean something about you and making it mean that you're not good at this or that this somehow means you're not going to get ahead with money. If anything, this is something to be celebrated, that you are recognizing that you are an adult, you're a badass, and you get to decide where your money goes instead of feeling like, you know, the little kid that mommy said, hey, you need to spend only $10 at the store and you spent more and then you're ashamed, right? That's what we want to move move out of. We want to move into the state of empowerment around where our money goes. And so I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really wanted to make its own um, its own episode because I know a lot of people are kind of still struggling with this, the mental piece of it, right? The deeper than money side of it of like, I get that, you know, it's okay if things happen, but I still feel bad about it. And so that's really where we want to, you know, dive deep on this perspective and, and have those conversations so we can get to a spot where money matters less. So we can make sure that we are focusing on what matters more, right? Our, our friends, our family, our, our career, our dreams, our purpose, you know, finding fulfillment, finding joy, all of those things. That's what matters. Money's just a tool um, that allows us to focus on those things. So thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast, and we will see you back next week. <laughs>